Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. And hello, everybody. Happy Party Friday. Chuck and Julie, The Chuck and Julie Show, Julie Hayden, Chuck Bonniewell, The Grassroots Show, Truth Straight Up. Chuck is um, almost here. He was at a meeting downtown and is, is making his way up to our uh, world headquarters here in Westminster. He'll be here momentarily. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about on this Party Friday. Um, I want to talk a little bit later about the ratings for the RNC debate. I don't even know why they do this anymore. But why don't start off with Todd Watkins? Um, this is a story we've been following for a while. Todd is the vice chair of the El Paso County Republican Party. And first off, Todd, let me say thank you. Welcome to the show on this party Friday. Hi, Julie. And I guess I was an army guy, but since it's the 10th of November, somebody ought to tell the Marines, happy birthday. So oh, that's right. happy, happy birthday, Marines. <laughs> All right, there you go. Happy birthday, Marines. Happy Veterans Day. That was yesterday, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, oh, that's right. That's, I had the celebration at the schools yesterday. Right, right, um, yeah. Um, so anyway, thank you for saying happy birthday to the Marines. Um, want to talk to you about a situation that's been going on. Everybody knows, I think, that in El Paso County, there's been this ongoing battle between the grassroots and the rhino establishments. The grassroots with you and Vicki Tonkins firmly in power now, and the people have you know, repeatedly voted you into power. The rhinos have repeatedly tried to take you out of power. And Senator Larry Liston resorted to some pretty harsh tactics recently trying to actually have people arrested and succeeded um it and it involves vicky tonkin's husband rex we had vicky on the yes. show where she talked about it he was acquitted the whole thing was was false uh, you know malicious and last night the republican party leadership voted to censure list and it basically say he's unfit for office but why don't i get you to kind of fill us in on the whole this all started at some event in december of 2021 why don't you kind of fill us in on what this was about and what's been happening uh, it was actually a, at a uh, county uh, party executive committee meeting in uh, in December of 21, um, it, before Christmas, obviously. I think it's right. in the small numbers of December, and it was uh, it was very contentious, uh, very very heated. As uh, they definitely were back then, because although you know Vicky was the chairwoman, uh, the vice chairman was part of the establishment. And uh, it was, you know, a slight majority in the establishment of the body of the executive committee. So it was always, I, I mean, Vicky could have cured cancer and, uh, right. <laughs> you know, they would have objected to it and made a you know point of order out of it. Right. But uh, Rex was uh, trying to approach the microphone and there was actually, I think there was three, uh, Wayne Williams among them, Larry Liston and another another fellow by the name of uh uh Glenn Art Glenn and these are these guys are all you know 6 foot plus right. just for, for what it's worth right um Rex is taller than I am but that's not saying much <laughs> um is is uh not quite is not 6 feet tall uh, okay so they they were kind of towering over him and uh he was he was getting getting a little hot at the way that they were attacking his his wife. And, you know, Rex was a bonus member, always has been. Right. Uh, but they kind of wouldn't let him go to the, the microphone. And there was a bit of an exchange between Larry and and Rex. And uh, we may never, ever know if there had been physical contact between the two of them. No one was struck. No one was, uh, you know, hit grabbed assaulted anything like that and there's another story about uh somebody who did grab somebody at one of the uh el paso meetings and was convicted for assault um and that was eli bremer's dad uh but uh so the next day larry called the police they met him i i reviewed all of the uh the you know the body cam body worn camera uh footage of the interviews read all of the paperwork that the colorado springs police department filed and um based solely on larry liston's statements 
they thought that at most they had a uh, a misdemeanor harassment. Right. Well, and basically, as I, as I understand it, the police initially said, hey, there's nothing here. No. At the very That's least, right. he said, she said, he said, he said, but there doesn't That's even correct. appear to be a crime, let alone who That's might right. have committed it. So the police declined to file charges, but that wasn't right. good enough for Larry Liston, no, who, no. who said, I have friends in high places, right? No, it wasn't. And uh, so the the investigation for, you know, petty misdemeanors, it's the patrol officers who are the investigating officers right. and they determine whether there's probable cause or not. They determined that they did not have probable cause. Their supervisor or patrol sergeant signed off on it. And that really should have been the end of it, except that Larry uh, admitted on video that he contacted Adrian Vasquez, who was at that time the deputy chief of the Colorado Springs Police Department. He is now the chief of the Colorado mm-hmm. Springs Police Department. And <clears throat> if we can, um, you know, infer from the next actions that occurred, uh, the next video that we have and the next uh, reporting in this in this case, which there should not have been any right. other reporting in it, right. was from a detective. So in the Colorado Springs Police Department, as is normal with all larger city police departments, detectives, investigators, criminal investigators, whatever they want to call them, you know, very whichever constabulary has their, in right. their structure, um, those those investigators are solely for felony cases. Right. They, they investigate felony cases and prepare uh, felony cases for uh, recommendations of prosecution to a DA or right. uh, you know a prosecutor's office. So she was rather surprised to have gotten the case and Larry said you're probably wondering, you know, how you got this. Well, it's, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you, you know, to your to your boss, you know, Adrian Vasquez, uh, deputy chief, you know, because I just felt that this, you know, this I couldn't let this go and uh you know something needed to be done. This guy is out of control and something's got to be done about him. He needs to be put in his place. Said those words, needs to be put in his he place. Needs to be put in his place. Okay. Yep. And so they put him in his place, right? They, they he was yeah. charged, and then we had Vicky on. There was a criminal trial. He had to actually go right. through all of that, and and, and I mean, and, and and that's he had to pay an attorney. He had to go through that. He had that's to right. worry about the penalty. All of that. It took the jury, I think, like roughly a half hour to acquit him. That, yeah, sounds all. about right. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I think they spent more time going to the bathroom than they did deliberating. It was just so obvious that there was nothing there. Right. Um, it, it should also be pointed out that the case was initially referred to the fourth uh, judicial district. So to Mike Allen's office. And again, Mike Allen in a, an elected uh, official and very well known and friendly among those, you know, the Larry Liston. Right. The uh, establishment and, and folks those down people there. Within the party, um, they kicked it back to the police department, said, no, file this in municipal court, which seems to be, in my opinion, that's kind of, ah, no, I don't want to. We don't, well, don't want to deal with this. Well, we're I not guess- touching this one. Let the city have it. And, uh, you know, this, the city went with it and, uh, and, uh, they, they, it took them a while to subpoena, uh, Rex to appear, you know, on the complaint. It took a couple, a few months actually. And what was odd is that the, uh, the investigator actually followed up on that. And that's, that's highly irregular for right. an investigator to find out if the suspect in a case had been subpoenaed. Those, that gets, assigned to, uh, you know, the different patrol divisions and the patrol right. divisions. Brought, and she, it, it would, the, you, one would infer from this that somebody called to find out what was going on with that. And that, well, and let's back up and set the stage. So what this is, is this is a Republican, an establishment right. Republican who doesn't senator. like the fact, a senator, a state, an elected official, you're right, a state senator, mm-hmm. I think five times he's been elected there, yes. um, doesn't like the fact that the grassroots people are gaining power. Um, nope, and so and it's it's not enough just to express, you know, to vote against him in the meetings and things like this. This guy, Larry Liston, filed an actual false criminal complaint against Vicki Tonkin's husband, who then they had to go through. Once you're in that process, you're in that process. Initially, the cops said there's no crime here. There's nothing to see here. Everybody just, you know, quit arguing amongst yourselves, right? That wasn't enough. So he pushed it even farther, called his friends, probably called in a favor or something, and then essentially forced them to file criminal charges against Vicki Tonkin's husband over nothing, right? That's right. right. He, and- he actually went on to clarify how he knew Adrian Vasquez and said his wife 
who would who used to work for the uh, DA's office. I forget in what capacity. Said she she used to go along with uh, ride-alongs for a uh, you know narcotics bust with Adrian back right. in the day. So he 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 made very clear again on a police interview camera his right. relationship with Adrian Vasquez as if to curry favor with the detective. But really, what he was doing is just edifying the fact that he used his stature, his access and placement as an elected official to leverage special privilege with the police department to falsely indict and prosecute an an innocent man. So I would like to think that there's some repercussions here for the good Adrian Vasquez. Right. And, one would, exactly. Yeah. I mean, shame on the Colorado Springs Police Department for this. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, again, if the El Paso County establishment people would spend a fraction of the time fighting Democrats that they do trying to harass and persecute other Republicans who they don't agree with, I, I think the whole state would be a lot better off. Well, so anyway, so he's acquitted. And then so last yeah. night, last night, what happened? They had they had their um, central committee meeting. There, was it the executive, central committee? Executive, executive committee. Yeah, executive the, the committee smaller meeting. body. And they mm-hmm. voted to censure Liston basically Correct. for malicious um, lawfare, right? For yeah. essentially weaponizing things and mm-hmm. essentially said he's unfit for office. I mean, can you, how can you fill us out more on what they actually censured him for or how they censured him? So it was, I, I haven't seen the final product. I know, you know this was introduced last month initially and uh, the body, the executive committee, the body voted to uh, postpone it because they wanted some changes to it Uh Right. The word large part was that it didn't have the wherefores and therefores and, you know, sort of technical resolution language. Yeah. 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 And so I I, and I apologize. I have not seen the final product. But yes, it is. It is that the uh, the theme of it, I'll say, uh, did not change that he used his position, his access and placement as an elected official to persecute and maliciously prosecute. Uh, a political enemy uh, and this is absolute m- misuse of his office he's he could he should not be trusted and he should not be in that office anymore um right. i won't be surprised that, that if he does not uh seek re-election he's not termed out yet he he right. does right he can he run again his office is up this uh in 24 so he's uh senate district uh 12 and um and so, hopefully somebody prime. Well, and this is interesting because yeah. from what I understand at the meeting, so he was allowed to present sort of a defense and his defense mm. was something along the lines of, well, if Rex wanted to avoid all of this, he should have just pled guilty. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, what? You falsely accuse him. And then when he complains that he had to go to the time, effort and the energy and the turmoil, really, and the anguish yeah. of defending himself, your Larry Listen's response is, well, he should have just pled guilty then. And then this all would have gone away much quicker. It's it, like, are you kidding? me because they went out of their way too to make sure uh, this is what i've noticed they went out of their way the establishment to make sure that everybody knew that rex had been charged but hardly anyone right. covered actually i think we were some of the first ones to talk about here in the chuck and julie show with you and with vicky that he had been acquitted nobody covered that right and i haven't right. seen any coverage of the fact that liston was censured yet for this either yeah where's the mainstream media because in, just for your audience rex and vicky are both african-american Yes. Where was the mainstream media here on this uh, privileged, you know, uh, large white man who's 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 right. lived in public office all his life goes after, you know, the 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 grassroots common African-American to wage lawfare against him. Where were they on that? Oh, that's right. He's conservative. Therefore, that makes it's by OK. Default, Vicky and Rex are are horrible white people because. Right. They're, they're conservative. They're, they're American first, America first, you know, Trump supporters. Well, and um, I would point out, this is not the first time that the establishment has done that. Up here in Adams County a few years ago, Maria Weiss accused yeah, Anil okay. Mathai, who was in the Adams County chairperson, and the same thing. And once again, Anil, I mean, Anil has never been, I don't think Anil gets traffic tickets, right? Anil doesn't jaywalk. Anil is straight and narrow. And I know it was horrendously, and I'm sure as it was for Rex too, when you're accused of a crime and you have your picture taken 
and, and all that. That's traumatic, mm-hmm. right? And the yeah. same thing happened with Anil. And he had to go through that. He had to hire a lawyer. He had to worry about all that. His family had to go through it. And then Maria at the last minute just dropped all the charges, right? Because they knew there was nothing. But again, it, it, it's like, what is wrong with these people? It's like the country is going, and then they blame us, right? The, yes, the country do. is going down the tubes. The Democrats have taken over Colorado. We've got so many things to care about. And they are spending their time, energy, and money and forcing mm-hmm. our law enforcement to spend its time, energy, and money to pursue fake lawfare, malicious weaponization accusations against grassroots people. It's like, if you don't like it, don't come to the meeting, right? It's like, or go form your own little group and go to your own little meetings. But yeah. but it's to me, it's outrageous that these are, and they're the ones who tell us to unify, right? They're the ones who say, oh, the grassroots, you people don't unify. It's To me, it makes me sick that they do it's, this. If we could look at, you know, the, uh, I believe it's called a Sopian language of uh, the the Democrat left. Whenever they say democracy, preserve right. our democracy, save our democracy, just insert the word communism. That's what right. they mean, right? That's right. that's now democracy means communism. When I hear the establishment uh, faction of the Republican Party say unify, to me that's the Sopian code word for submit. Right. Right. Well, and, why, and won't, why won't you just submit to us? Right. Well, and give us back our power. And here's the trouble with the establishment is they had the power and they did nothing with it but lose. And they, like Mitch McConnell, are happy to lose. They don't actually want to have to deal with. I mean, they whatever they maintain their little power, whatever money the consultants are making, right, right. Um, you know, you'd think. I, I don't. I don't know. To me, I just. I just don't understand with all the things the Democrats are doing. I mean, to me, if you're going to file fake allegations, file them against a Democrat. You know, I mean, don't file any at all. But you know what I mean. It's like why a fellow Republican just because you don't like the fact that the grassroots are growing in number and influence. Well, well yeah, because we actually want to to have what the promises were uh, for <laughs> the founding and the and the framing of our of our this nation and our government. And, uh, you know, at, at some point, I, I suppose the Republican Party was supposed to be the guardian of that. But I think you put it very well, Julie, that they don't actually want to win because, you know, I'll take it one step further. My God, if you win, that means you actually have that's getting the job. Now you have to do the work. Right, right. So Otherwise, you can just it's a lot of- easier to not get the job and not have to do the work. Right. <laughs> Especially if you if you get to be on, you know, uh, government uh uh, you know, professional welfare uh, right. paid by Uncle Sam, and and, you know, and I, I I say that knowing full well that I spent an entire career working for the federal government as as an as an agent as a federal agent. So, you know, you yeah, actually it, worked though. <laughs> you actually did some yeah, work. They did. Right? They they, uh, <laughs> they they did make us work. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I don't understand it, but I think the reason they're getting uglier and uglier is because they're losing, right? I mean, we've had similar fights here in Adams County. I imagine it's going on in Jefferson, Douglas. It's probably going on all over because, as you said, it's not like the grassroots. We're not really saying anything different. It's all of a sudden people, I think, are waking up and they're they're realizing that what's happening in the country. They're realizing yeah. that the weak Republicans, I mean, you know, we saw, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but you know, that the FBI alerts the media and is doing SWAT raids on some January 6th guy for misdemeanors, yeah. right? And yep. then 70 Republicans vote to give the FBI a $300, $300 million new mm-hmm. headquarters. It, I wonder what like, they're going to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's I think people are are sick of it. Um, and that's why the grassroots movement, I think, is growing. I mean, you were and I'll talk a little bit about this. You were at the party, um, the, the centennial dinner and it was packed. Mm-hmm. Right. It, yeah, was, it was. Oh, it, it was. was. And I don't think was Larry Liston there. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, I saw a couple of suspicious types, but by and large, <laughs> that was that was all, uh, you know, our people. That's right. No, I know. Ken Buck was busy. Doug Lamborn was busy. <laughs> and and you, you'd think, I don't know, they're, they're elected officials. So you'd think they'd want to go along with what the constituents want, but, but they don't. Um, well, well, how do you see this in El Paso County? Because what's so important about El Paso County is it is the biggest Republican base in, in Colorado. In Colorado, yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what happens there matters. And I think poor Vicki Tonkins has, and you have to spend all of your time fight, not all of your time, but a significant portion of your time fighting 
these establishment people. So how, yeah, I mean, it's how, pretty much all of our time, <laughs> all of your time. How are things? Oh, Chuck is coming in here too. How are things shaken up down there regarding that? So I, I um, we did. Uh, you know, it's always it's always us versus. Uh, and I just call we just call the the establishment kind of the the peak Republicans, though, in all honesty and fairness and accuracy, they're not all peak Republicans, but that's, they all swim on that side of the pool. Right. Uh, So, so we, I, I, I just, that's my blanket term for them now. Um, I'm going to channel my inner Barney and call them puke Republicans. (laughs) (laughs) We've, uh, we, we've had other names that we've come up for them, but (laughs) this is a family friendly show. So, Um, but, But, uh, we removed three of them from right. their positions in the central committee. Uh, we, uh, we, we've gathered up enough, uh, you know, points to make about who they are and what they're doing. And uh, you know what, if, if they are adamant about not uh, complying with the KBB's directive to stop using the name, by the way, right. And why, you know, if they're, if they're that recalcitrant, if they are that uh, antithetical to the party, then why would we give them a vote in the party? Right. So we removed. They were. They were. They were. They're precinct leaders. We removed them. There's a process. Oh, that's in right. And they got all upset about that. It's kind of like I mean, again, these are people who are actively working. You know, I mean, again, like Senator Senator Larry Liston filing for false charges, and when the cops won't yeah. investigate, going ahead and using his power to force him to, and then he's acquitted. And Chuck, you were there. Their def- I was we were talking about Todd. Their, their, his defense was not that impressive. Well, and, and luckily we can talk about it because the uh, executive committee decided not to go into executive session, so everything is public. Oh, so. I don't have to uh, kind of worry about disclosing confidential information. Um, you know, Larry Liston was there and, and uh, you know, I mean, he was he was uh, non-belligerent and, and friendly enough. But he and, and Gardner, Gardner's one was, well, you know, they don't they don't want to keep this thing going. But by the way, uh, Rex. uh um Tonkins. Tonkins is is a bully, and you know, you know he just kept on defaming him right there in front of everybody, and everybody's going, "Well, that's good. I'm glad you want to get over it." Um, <laughs> and, and then you know, kind of Vicky pointed out, "This is like Israel and Hamas. Hamas attacks, slaughters everybody, yep. and then when the Jews, Jewish people want to come back, he kind of go, oh, no, ceasefire. Let's not.' Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I've moved on after they were acquitted. Oh, that's good. That's good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, it, it was pretty hilarious, actually. Um, and we're hoping they appeal to the whole Central Committee, which would be great, um, because Larry would have a great time. We'd have a whole dog and pony show then where each side can fully explain their side to <laughs> to the 500 plus people the fact that the first cops went prosecute and the fact that the jury acquitted him found that nobody believed him anyway right and and again right. i go back to this is was there any talk about this is a fellow republican it's not like this is some atrocious horrible assault based on the fact i mean well, he claimed it's a chest bump and Larry. and and you know in my life if I uh, brought criminal charges about everybody gave me a chest bump and sometime or other, I'd be filing hundreds of, of uh, criminal charges. Uh, you know, you bumped into me. I'm going to file a criminal charge. Um, and it was it was just amazing. And, and part of the film that they showed from the last meeting was him trying to up it up to a felony charge because of some law that he had gotten through Congress. Right. Yeah, that's I forgot about that. So that was in the video also uh, that I was talking about, Julie, where he was sitting with the uh, detective in the same session where he told her, you know, I I reached out to your deputy chief to get (laughs) to get this elevated uh, and taken out of the kill the the dead case file stack put over and enter and interrupt your your investigation of, you know, felonies. Uh, to go to go after this guy who may have brushed up against me, but he did. He brought in a this statute that he he even claimed credit for having helped get it passed. That this would be useful to her to look at because it uh, it does make a, a, a attacking or harassing an elected official a felony. So he uh, <laughs> handed it is, to her for consideration. This, this to a certain extent. 
Rex is an elected official too in the party, right? So it's well, like, I'm but, not sure he is, but, well, but I know yeah. I'm not in the language. But my point is that law is designed for somebody to keep somebody from like attacking you as you're walking your kids to school if you're an elected official or some bill. It's not about two people who are in a party having a debate. You know what I mean? It, it, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Well, well I, I, you know, I, and he kept on saying, you know, I've got my rights. I have this. Have my. It, it was so. It was so sad. Um, and, and you just, I, I don't know, I, I guess, well, I'm older than he is, so, um, I can't say it's a different generation, <laughs> but, but, you know, I grew up, I would never, I, I you know, my man card would have to be turned in <laughs> oh. if somebody, if somebody, you know, bumped against me and, and, uh, I, I cowered in fear and, and went to the police department. I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I just my man card would prevent me from doing that. It, it was, and uh, I I can you know very definitely accurately state that I am from a different generation than both you and Larry, <laughs> and uh, and and the younger one at that. And there's no way on God's green earth I would I would you know cry foul to the police, having worn a badge and a gun for the better part of my my adult life. My God, if I had a dollar for every time I was assaulted in the field and, you know, yeah. uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't need a pension. I never brought I never brought charges that, that as uh, we used to say, we uh, we uh, aired our grievances out there in the in the brush and uh, we're all good now. So, well, and here's and the point is, though, it really what, the whole point was not. To, you know, that he actually thought something happened. The whole point was to cause problems for Vicky yes. Tompkins. Yes, the whole point yes. was to mm-hmm. cause, and he didn't care if he had to humiliate himself and degrade himself. He, he didn't care, right? The whole point was to try to make- I think he does now. Yes, I think it, well, because it backfired, right? As what we're seeing a lot of times, these people do it backfires. But the whole point so for, was for him to cause Vicky problems so that Vicky would back down. Maybe Vicky would go away. Um, Rex would try to tell her, hey, look, we don't need this anymore. And thank God yeah. for people- People like Vicky and Rex and you, who said we're not backing down. Well, there are one or two people that, that didn't quite want to go this the uh, censure route because it, what is it? It's a, it's a slap on the wrist. But yeah. they kind of went, well, you know, do you feel, you know, is there an apology here? Could you help defray some of his legal costs? There's some way to bring this to an amicable disposition. No. No, 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 no. We still hit Vicky. We're going to attack him. We're going to keep going against yeah, him. They, they, they will. They'll um. I I don't I don't believe that uh, Larry is going to seek that that seat again. I I, I think that yeah. they're they're gonna you know summon their their the forces the the evil side <laughs> of the party and uh, they're going to come up with some other you know specter. Well, you, you may remember, and, and I certainly remember it um, during um, the last time Larry ran. Um, Eli Bremer got it, so he knocked everybody else off. Yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah. Well, he'll um, do that again with whatever the replacement. Whoever they get. Yeah. Well, 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 it, was see, appealed, it was appealed to Ken Buck, who was in chair. Yeah. And then he, he said, no, you can't do that. And then he got a court to say yes. So he had no opponent. Yeah. I mean, right. Someone's asking me, how does Larry Liston ever get elected? I said, well, you know, he's, in, he's in a real red district. And they make sure that that nobody, is a, else, nobody else gets to run. So that makes That's it right. easier. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, I could, uh, you know, just, you know, point out which districts are are Republican and they're gu- guaranteed Republican. And those those races are won and lost in the primary. Uh, the, the general right. is just a formality. And there are several in in, in El Paso County. They're 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 going to start changing because demographically. El Paso mm-hmm. County, in particular, Colorado Springs, is is changing. It's be, just becoming a, uh, you know, a, a you know higher altitude version of of Denver, really. Oh, right. um, no, 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 no. Which, which yeah, is, it, which it, is it, a it lower is, altitude it, version of Boulder. Yeah, so. is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, this but, is. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, Larry's district is going to be. That's twelve. That's going to be a Republican, and so right. that's why you know, the, these primary races are absolutely critical for the survival of the GOP. I mean, we're not actually running against Democrats. We're just, we're running, running against, against you know, the, the Demo, you know, Democrats and the, the, the masquerade as <laughs> Republicans really. Um, but I mean, you know, so let this be a lesson to everybody at, uh, 
at September, that September 30th meeting, the vote for the opt out, you know, 65-35, that had that had precious little to do with keeping unaffiliated out of our primary. That that vote came down to that the that was won and lost on preservation of the petition. And right. the 35% that voted to not opt out voted actually to preserve the, their ability to petition on because that's how they, that's how they beat They us. can't win. They can't they win. Can't, they, they, they know that they will fail miserably in the assembly. They don't want to do the assembly. So they petition onto the ballot and uh, good luck with the, uh, went to you, an you know, district. The, well, you know, the rule changes, yeah. which I think you were part of um, the, the people who helped out on that. Are you on the rules committee? I'm the chairman of the rules committee. <laughs> well, there you go. You're part of, probably part of it. Um, that, <laughs> so um, I'm told. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you change the rules, and and I'd like to have it gone further. But if you you now have to go through the go through the assembly if you want. Well, you you explain the rule change. Oh, that's that's how, that was actually a bylaw. Um, right. So the oh, bylaw. The, oh, even better. Yeah, even better. Yeah, it's a by it's a bylaw, and we are. I have to convene our county bylaw committee to uh, adjust the county bylaws to reflect the state bylaws. I mean, I guess suppose you don't have to, but we're gonna. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's a big one. Yeah, if uh, I like to call it the uh, your, your the dead the dead to me uh, bylaw <laughs> that if you, uh, you 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 go pay to play, you know, don't 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 come sniffing around here for uh, for any love because we're not going to give it to you if you are going to buy your way onto the ballot, which is what they do. And, and um, good for you. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, well, what happens? What, what, if you, what, what, what is, what is the, what is the, the, what can the party do if you just petition on, I, I forget the remedy of the party has. It's to, to not support you and openly oppose you. So as a practical matter, what most of them will do now, even though they have no chance in the, in the assembly is they'll go through the assembly, lose badly, and then petition yep. on, uh, which is unfortunate. I was, I was, you know, I would have preferred it. it to been, if you don't get through the assembly, <laughs> uh, you can't, you know, you well, can... so the, the last in 22, um, those petitions were due. I want to say a week before assembly. So, so you'll know either you, either you had it or you didn't. So, so, so well, but, but, if, but if if you have it, let's say yeah. you, oh, you have, on. then you just go through the assembly and lose, 10%. and then and, yeah. and then and then you just go on the you just well, go right. on oh, the I petition think it's a good, one. I think but anyway, it's, it's a good step. It's I mean, a good step. Hey, and listen, Todd, I know we've kept you longer than I said we would, so thank you for your time, and thank oh, you for. Sure, for fighting the good fight and continuing to fight it there in El Paso County, because um, I think everybody else takes heart from what you guys do down there. That's well, thanks. That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll keep going then, huh? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Vice Chief of El Paso County Republican Party. Thank you for your time, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Um, and we'll be talking more a little bit about that. Um, it, it's just so, you know, again, that, that the, and I mentioned that they did the same thing to Anil up here in Adams County too. So one well, they absolutely have, and it's, it's the establishment always bring, well, and somebody else at the uh, executive committee, um, pointed out it's no different than what they do to Trump and they just use right. lawfare to to try to get him on. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. So I want to kind of broaden this out now because um, a couple of things, which is kind of funny. So the, the debate, the last debate, which is Wednesday, which probably if you didn't watch it, you're one of the millions and millions and millions who did not watch it. I watched it. You watch it on and off. Um, well, I watched you, most of it. Watched um, um, but the ratings are way down, right? Down almost well, 50%. Well, who would want to watch it other than some nerdhead like me? Yes, I, mean, I know. Geez, somebody else. Are they all insane out there? No. <laughs> They're the normal, country, everyday people. The Country Music Awards apparently didn't have much of an audience because they don't do Country Music Awards anymore. They just do woke awards. Woke awards, yeah. But at any rate, it was pretty funny because people after between that and, and the, the, you know, the recent elections, right? Ronald McDaniel at the RNC is really being called out. I mean, everybody, even people who weren't so willing to speak out against her are now speaking well, out. The, well, you know, as, a, as a, our favorite conservative treehouse points out, you know, the RNC is not in the business of electing Republicans, and the RNC is in the business of collecting money. 
to give to whichever Republicans it wants after it keeps some for itself. Yeah, yeah. And and they don't really, you know, they're not they're kind of, oh, and Ron McDaniel more or less said, they said, well, we're not in charge of messaging. What are you in charge of? <laughs> we're in charge of getting money from donors. Donors and, and, and then selling access. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's what we do. We're a Biden organization. And then, and then only, yeah, only with an R in front of it. But Vivek Ramaswamy um, oh, really God. took her, took a, took took it to them and to the moderators too. I don't know if you guys saw this, but even if you do, it's worth watching again. I've Tom, watched it four or five times. If we could please play the uh, Ramaswamy number one soundbite. President. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We're a cancer to the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Walker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Chris, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. I think, I mean, that's great, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she just took it to them. And I mean, and everybody else has been calling her out too. Now she's not going to resign, I don't think. But I think- Well, she doesn't have to resign. I mean, she, can- you know, the establishment controls the RNC. I mean, we used to get, when we were back at, at uh, 710, we'd get people from the RNC would ask us to, there's an oil guy and other people who are nice enough people, you know, but right. they basically were establishment rhinos and and what they got was access or they got hey you know we right. give you we'll put you on radio and make you give on various programs and stuff and but so you- and i remember the my favorite guy who went to my alma mater vanderbilt um he he loved ivanka trump i mean and and, and we had a little bit of like he was a great what? guy. He was an oil and oil and gas yeah, guy. He was a great guy, yeah. but he loved Ivanka Trump, which brought kind of like what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? But I mean, I, I think, and here's the thing: I don't think Ron Medano is not going to step down. Right. Hopefully, people like Laurel Eimer are running for Colorado Republican National Committee woman who can vote her out. But even if not, the good news is at least people's eyes are open, right? So people understand because now Ron McDaniel is trying to say, "Well, Virginia's not my fault." Glenn Youngkin told me he didn't need any help. It's like. You can see Glenn Youngkin going, what? I, I, what? <laughs> I called you up and said, Ron, you keep Dang. your millions. You keep your millions. We're good here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good here. That, of course, didn't happen. But she threw him under the bus. Then Ramos- well, she, she, I remember her. She went down to Arizona for the Kerry Lake thing. And she was right on top of that as they stole the election on election yeah. day. Oh, I was in charge of that. What did you go for? Yeah, look at that keeps cracking me up. You see all these establishment, they're conservative, but they're establishment conservative sites. You keep reading, Nikki Haley is surging. I'm like, yes. Nikki, it was like when the Denver- Who won the debate? Nikki Haley! It's like that one Bronco game where they lost by 70, right? right, right. They scored a field goal. It'd be like saying they're surging. But so Ramaswamy took a shot at her too. This is pretty funny. If we could please play Ramaswamy number two the fact of the matter is the republican party is not that much better you have the likes of nikki haley who stepped down from her time at the u.n bankrupt or in debt is was her family then she becomes a military contractor she joins the board of boeing and otherwise and is now a multi-millionaire so i think that that's wrong when republicans do it or democrats do it that's the choice we face do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. Ron. He's having to take a shot at her and at you know Ron DeSantis for the whole boot thing too, which I thought was pretty funny. And then she got him back though. I mean, she uh, she uh, he, about it's for. No, no. The thing is, says uh, you know you talked about 
TikTok and everything else, except you have a daughter who who's always on TikTok and how they knew that, I don't know, but it wasn't you take your my daughter's name out of your mouth, you're scum. Um, and and so it, that see that's why debates are great. You know, that's why they're interesting. You you want those moments of pure hatred reflected and they hate each other now. It's just great. It's kind of a fair thing though. She's complaining about TikTok, which first of all, this is my advice to all of the politicians. Yes, TikTok is owned by China. Uh, but I mean, can we actually say that that Facebook is any better, right? It's I mean worse. than Google. Yeah, it's exactly. Worse. Because at least we, at least, at least, we at know least TikTok China. isn't trying to elect Democrats. Right. Well, but who knows what they're trying to do? But to well, no, we do know what they're trying to do. Any politician who says, "Oh, we need to get rid of TikTok," that's just a stupid talking point. It's not going to happen. They know it's not going to well, happen. It could make it. Could make it happen. Close. China will buy them off anyway and buy them a university like they did Biden. So, yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. Right. But it is kind of funny. Um. But then she said something about her shoes were ammunition. I'm like, what? What's that? Or heels? I don't know. Heels, I have five inch heels, um, and uh, you know, uh, the something it wasn't, but it's something equivalent. These these heels are made for, for walking, and 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 you know, it you know, to for running, I guess she said. And and but she was just you either hate Nikki Haley or you're sick and you sort of like her, and 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 and, and you know, the. I think it's kind of funny. She got at the at the Centennial Dinner. They did the straw poll. And again, it's non-scientific. And it was a grassroots event. But it was um, Trump got like 87 percent. DeSantis came in, I think, at like Six or something. something like that. And I think Nikki Haley got one vote. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't know who that would have been. I think that was somebody who just pushed the wrong button because they couldn't work. The no, no, there's somebody. No, I, yeah, know, I know. They should be throwing the that's, party. That's true. I mean, we do have friends who are very establishment yes, who yes. like Nikki Haley. And I think... You know, like he said, she's she's Dick Cheney. Something else I want to talk about, kind of going along that with trade of Republicans. I mentioned it briefly when we were talking with Todd. So I don't know if you guys have been following. So there's a guy by the name of Gregory Yetman. He was in New Jersey three years ago on January 6th. He was at the Capitol. He's accused of spraying pepper spray, not mm-hmm. clear that it hit anybody. It's, he's not actually accused of hitting anybody with it, right? right? He's accused of spraying it. That's all. Like that never happens with Antifa or anything like that. Um, and it's a misdemeanor, basically, right? Um, and so, yes, the earlier this week, the FBI alerted the media because you have all the media shots and the uh-huh. media was all on hand. And they had an FBI SWAT team go into his property to try to arrest him, right? Now, they called it a manhunt. They said he fled. I'm not clear. Maybe he just wasn't home. Well, this right, right. I mean, they're talking about he fled into the woods and they told the they warned the neighbors to keep their doors locked right. and the shelter inside. Yeah. I mean, this guy, he's a military veteran. Um, he's accused of some minor thing. I mean, it's outrageous. That'll put him in jail for a fifth of century. But... Well, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's just outrageous that they had to do. It's kind of like when they arrested Roger Stone, right? Hunter yeah. Biden, they call up and they're going to arrest or they're going to search Hunter Biden's office and they're told to not, right? right? They call his lawyers and say, hey, they're about to come search your house. And right. they say, well, don't let them do that. And so they're like, okay, so they don't. But if you're a conservative, particularly a grassroots conservative, and you commit an alleged or allegedly commit a misdemeanor, they send an FBI sw- SWAT team to your house, alert the kill. media, and then tell the neighbors when, when you don't answer the door that oh, somehow there's a manhunt going on, implying that you fled into the woods and you're in some sort of weird survivor mode and are going to start taking out school children. I mean, it's ridiculous. So he turned himself in today at any rate, but it was interesting. So they beat him and, and yeah. waterboarded him. And- it's, it, it, it's just, it's crazy. Um, but but um, Steve Bannon, and Jim Hoff from the Gateway Pundit had a conversation today, I think, that really explains, I mean, why the FBI does it this way and why they alert the media and how little it has to do with this guy and how much it has to do with all of us. Right. So if we could please play the Bannon soundbite. The manhunt. When they show those helicopters up there, I want to understand what MSNBC and CNN are showing. That's to intimidate you, the audience. That's to intimidate you. If you're a MAGA supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, one day that camera's going to be on you while we trace you, you chase you down like a rat, okay, with the FBI tactical team. Hoft, what's going on there, brother? Yeah, absolutely, Steve. And uh, the you, you, you have to know, too, that these news channels were tipped off before the raid. They were there when the FBI was initially um, raiding the house, heavily armed FBI SWAT teams, are raiding this man's home. He's a he's a retired um, army captain for the National Guard. 
He was he retired last year. Um, had an honorable discharge. Um, it's two and a half years since January six. He was outside of the Capitol. He sprayed some uh, pepper spray. It's not clear if anyone was hurt when he sprayed it, but he sprayed it towards the cops. So this is how they treat the man. Uh, an honorably discharged army captain. They're chasing him through the woods. They're hunting him like a dog. I mean, and you saw the, I mean, if you didn't see the video, if you're listening, so you saw the FBI guys, they've got their guns, they're poking into this shed and stuff like right. that. I mean, that's not how they handle stuff like that, right? For the most part. Well, because it they, gets them hurt. Right, exactly. I mean, on raids like that, those are the kinds of things they do when they suspect the guy may hole up inside his house and shoot up the neighborhood, right? So they do that to prevent that from happening. If it's something like this on what essentially are misdemeanor charges, they call the guy up and 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 he gets an attorney. They let him know and he knows he's under investigation, mm-hmm. right? So he gets an attorney. They call the attorney. He turns himself in, which is exactly what happened, right? But instead, the fact that he doesn't do it when they're there with all the media rather well, than- Well, it's amazing after they've done this to Roger Stone and everything else, and did not get enough criticism from all the stupid Republicans in Congress uh, who voted for the FBI's new building. And the FBI is all upset because they're making them live in Maryland instead. They'll move it to Maryland instead of Virginia. Um, it's well, well, why, what were the stupid and, and thank God Lauren Boebert was not among them. Ken Buck was. By the way, he voted for him. He voted for him. Yeah, so I, I believe did Lamborn. I, I mean, three hundred million dollars for a new FBI headquarters. They need to defund the FBI. They yes. need to say. Yes. They need to say. You know, if, if this is what you're spending our money on, and you got to think, at what point, if you're if you're the FBI, I mean, because I've been on some of the police raids, right? And they can be kind of tense when they're doing the sure. planning, and they they you know they plan it all, and they ride there in the car on the SWAT team. It's a pretty intense experience. Yeah. Usually, they have ambulances standing by because the reason they're doing that kind of thing is because it's believed to be an incredibly dangerous and armed suspect that they're arresting. That's why they do it that way, right? So can you see the FBI guys are like, okay, we're going to go arrest this guy. All right, what's, it, what's his crime? He's like, well, he, child bluster. He uh, sprayed some pepper spray. It's like, well, did he, did he kill anyone? Did he shoot him afterwards? No, it didn't even naturally hit anybody. But four people, police died that day. Well, that's right. Yeah, not. Oh, I mean, none of them did. But the families say it's their fault. <laughs> and that you you cannot uh you'd think contradict that, families of so falling off guys i mean because they have when they plan those they have pictures of the property and all this and they plan okay you three go this way we'll go this way yeah you, you would think that some fbi guy would go oh well, I'm, I'm sorry Why don't we just are, 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 are there are there are there dangerous criminals someplace that we could maybe be arresting can't this guy can't we just call his what lawyer all these aliens coming across the border oh, yeah, yeah. Can we maybe do something about them? Or I don't know, this brothel that we just raided here. I mean, I don't know if that's a coincidence either. All these so high end brothels. High end brothels. Where you had to put down your name, address, email, a reference to to get into the brothel. Kind of like the Denver player Denver Sugar here in Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, in DC where high profile politicians and military people went. So they bust them on this day. And then the next day, 70 Republicans yeah. vote to give the FBI $300 million. Right, I, right. I don't know. I'm just saying. Similar coincidence, I think. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, um, goes to Washington, yeah. D.C. to yeah. complain about illegal immigration. Boom. And what do you know? They jump him, the FBI does today, well, and seize his phone. Because, oh, they jump him today? Yeah, they jumped him and seized his phone. Oh, good. And, and apparently because his aide, they may have been illegally taking Turkish. campaign money from Aragon. Turkey. Aragon, like, there's Turkish money influencing New York. New York City? It's like, I throw it a deli? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess that was racist. But I mean, it's kind of like, oh, it's, it's like you don't want to. Turks do deli? But I don't know. I don't know. You're right. Maybe it's just. <laughs> anyway, I, what kind of influence would, would Turkey have on the mayor of New York that would be. But but again. French connection. Get the drugs in. Well, so he had to fly back. He couldn't meet with Biden after all the complaint about immigration. Yeah, right. He had to be picked up by the Well, he, he had to go back because they raided his one of his days. Yeah. Was, then when he showed up, they grabbed his phone too. Uh, so I'm just saying, I don't know if it's a coincidence that they raid a brothel outside of D.C. that was, you know, that did business with, got all the with, with all the politicians. They have the names and then they hold the vote for mm. FBI funding and they all vote mm. for it. So I'm just, I'm just raising that. Uh, just, just, just a possibility. Just a possibility there. Um, well, you know, we, we had the Washington postcard too, but we're kind of out oh, of time. Oh, no. Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it. Okay. Real briefly. So Thomas, if you could please put up the Washington Post cartoon. 
And for those of you who are listening, not reading, this is a cartoon that ran in the Washington Post, and it shows a guy who's wearing a shirt that says Hamas on it, and he's got all these women and children tied to his body, and he's saying, how dare Israel attack civilians, right? Right, right. Which, This is a pure surprise-winning uh, cartoonist. cartoonist um, I forget his name, Reeves. Um, and, and, and so the head, I don't know if you got the quotes, but the head of the paper no. withdrew it. And then he says, you know, we, we try to be create bonds of community. And this doesn't reach the spirit. You know, nobody thought that vicious political cartoons builds the bonds of the community. I mean, it was just a joke. And they all oh. think this is racist. Uh, and they took it down because all the little wokesters yeah, complained about it, yeah, right? Great, I mean, if it's, it's if great. it's just so they're eating their own to a certain extent. So that at least is a good news, right? Well, they're not, um, you know, that guy's no longer part of the in crowd. No, you won't get invited to the the happy hour on Friday. Off, no more Washington Post ones for you. That's right. O- only anti-Israel ones may be published. <laughs> oh, hey, that is going to do it for us. It's time to go starting start party Friday, Leo. On your behalf, we should call them Leo's Party Fridays. Okay. Um, um, on Monday, we're going to have Ash App and Holly from Altitude are going to be on. The last time Ash was on, she talked about a lawsuit. They're being sued essentially right. for trying to for being Republicans. for being Republicans, basically. Holly, exactly. Even least, not a Republican, but for, for trying, of a to, to trying to stand up for election integrity. We can't yeah. have that. No, so they're no. being sued for that. Yeah. We're also going to have Ken Raposa on. He's going to talk because I think this is worth diving into about the national debt. Uh, I mean, he, he oh, talks about who cares about, I know and a couple trillion dollars a year. And he that's, had, that's that's nothing. He had a great, not when Ukraine needs funding immediately, <laughs> immediately, or they'll be invading London. That's he he does. Those Soviets, the only thing between you and the Soviets, well, so the national Russian, debt is is putting uh, up the national debt. No, 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 no. It's Ukrainians. They're oh, dying, yeah, but that's dying for your money. freedom. And their democracy. Oh, they don't have a democracy. Democracy. They keep on suspending. They canceled the elections. Yeah, they so. canceled. But that doesn't mean that someday, <laughs> they might. sometime, uh, when all of this is done, another election can be had. <laughs> anyway, that's all coming up on Monday. In the meantime, everybody have a great weekend. Thank you to Todd. All of you guys on Zoom, we love your comments. Didn't really have time to get to them today, but but we love them. Yeah. Um, Thomas at BBS, all the guys at BBS. I, I love I love all the, all the debates that are going on. <laughs> I know. know. Everybody kind of throwing shots at each other. Well, in a good way. <laughs> in, in a good a, way. In a community way. way. In a community bounding way. Anyway, we'll see everybody on Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.